Four guys united by their love for coffee and corny jokes come together to talk about Christian culture and the ups and downs of ministry. So sit back, relax, grab a cup of joe, and enjoy. The podcast starts now. All right, hey friends, welcome to the Dude Facts podcast. We're glad to have you with us today. This is episode number three. If you've made it this far, give yourself a pat on the back. We're proud of you. Uh, my name is Josh, and I'm here with my friends, as always, Jeff, Grant, and Ryan. And we are especially pleased today to have our very first special guest on with us. Um, this person has not yet watched one of our podcasts or listened to them, <laughs> which is why he agreed to come on. Uh, he goes by M. Willie, Mixmaster Mikey Mike. Yeah. Uh, but his stage name when he's leading worship is Michael Scott Williams. Welcome to the podcast, Mike. We're glad to have hey, you. Hey, I'm yeah. glad to be here. What an honor to be the first guest. It It is an honor. It is. <laughs> You're uh you're sitting in a pretty cool room there, big drum set behind you. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's where the magic happens. Way cooler than any of our backgrounds. <laughs> is, that, yeah. is that is that the gremlins <laughs> I see back there, Jeff? It is. Yeah. Gremlins and I got a Lego Seinfeld. Nice. Uh, trying to rep a little bit. You know, <laughs> some interesting stuff. But it can't it can't match yours, Mike. That's just <laughs> Way cooler. Well, this is just this is just the good side. If you could see the rest of it, you would not say that. <laughs> you would not say that. <laughs> yeah, I just have like pictures of Puerto Rico here, um, and then a window. So mine's not very exciting. But I am glad to see that Grant's not in his garage this week. Yeah, I do have Bob. Mm. <laughs> it's true. Erica let me yep. in the house today. <laughs> Grant was the only one who patted himself on the back, Josh, when he said, if you've listened to all of our episodes, pat yourself on the back. So have we not even listened to our own episodes? That's pretty sad. I actually <laughs> did. I have. I did. Mike, have you made it through both? I did. Made it through. So, <laughs> Trudge so you made it more than 11 minutes I on did. the first episode? Yes, I had to. Yeah, I stopped for a brief break and then I came back. In the second one. I listened to the first one straight through. Right? Yeah. It's best if you take us in small doses. <laughs> At what point did you realize you needed a break in episode number two? <laughs> when I got to work. Probably three minutes in. What was Grant saying when you realized you needed a break? <laughs> Is that the whole whittle wiggle controversy? It's right around that time. My pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> my pleasure. It may have been when he talked about his cleaning practices yes. for his rear end. Uh-huh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> They're immaculate. That was right off the bat, I think, last week. It was. Uh, so speaking of, you know, how long people listen, um, so I have an update for episode two. So episode one, um, we had like 120-something views up to this point, so super viral. Yes. Uh, but the average Triple listen dish. was only like 11 minutes um, so episode two, we didn't have, as, we haven't had as many views, um, as episode one had at this point, but the average listening time has increased by 4%. So it's like 19 minutes now. So, you know, they're sticking around longer. <laughs> Give it time. Slowly. Said we'll, by 4%. We'll them yeah. It tells me that like, um, People listen to like 14% of the recording on average for the first episode. Then it said something like 18 or 19% for the second episode. Okay. Do you know how many people have listened to it on Spotify? Because I wonder if our YouTube listeners slash watchers are just opting for Spotify. Yeah, uh, I haven't looked up this uh, this last... <laughs> Did you just throw your cat? <laughs> no. That's very catastrophic. <laughs> I threw Erica's cat. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to look it up and see what this last one was. Um, if you're but... listening on YouTube right now, 
could you comment? I'm listening on YouTube, so we'll know that you listened on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And you can't comment on Spotify, so you got to get over to YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to it on Spotify, just go to YouTube and comment and that you comment. listen to it on Spotify. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There you go. But also listen to it all the way on YouTube as well to get our listens. Yes. Even if it's on in the background <laughs> while you're in another room, that's yeah, fine. and just just put it <laughs> while on you're loop. asleep. Just put it on loop. So it keeps yeah, <laughs> repeat. Let us I have talk a computer to you in my while office. you're sleeping. <laughs> We're not supposed to talk to people while they're sleeping. <laughs> I said, let us talk to you while you're sleeping. Okay, It'll be yeah. my pleasure. <laughs> you have to listen do a to sleep sounds tape. To get that. So. <laughs> Or we could just have like a tape of Grant telling his jokes in like a very soothing voice, and then your brain won't really know what to do. <laughs> do you want me to try one? I do think I we've just brainstormed a, a segment. This needs to be a segment on the show. Grant tells corny jokes to soothing music. Well, have I told uh, you the moth joke yet? <laughs> do you have any soothing music, Josh? I don't have any soothing. Soothing music, unfortunately. I'm thinking some Christopher Cross sailing or something. <laughs> oh, you know what? We can come up with that, though, uh, um, I believe. Uh, it may take just a second, so we should talk about something else. Okay. <laughs> hey, the Super Bowl is this weekend. It is. Yes. Oh, yeah. Of course, this is airing Monday, so it's after the Super Bowl. Can you believe that the, uh, the Chiefs won, guys? <laughs> no, because the Eagles did. Oh my gosh, I remember that. <laughs> we got a 50-50 shot, right? <laughs> I'm glad they had so much fun. <laughs> so many balls flying around. Really? How many? <laughs> I lost count. But if it was a prop bet, I probably would know. Huh. Well, speaking of prop bets... <laughs> You guys making any prop bets, by the way? I mean, we're not supposed to gamble as Christians, but yeah. I mean, just for fun. You guessing about uh, gambling for fun. any of the prop bets out there? Have you heard about well, some of the weird ones? So so they do like, um, you know, what color will Greg Olson, the announcer, like what color will his tie be? Um, who will be the first team to score? Will the coin toss be heads or tails? Will there be a reference to the wardrobe malfunction? Um, or Tom Brady's retirement, or will Donald Trump show up in the crowd, or will Manning brother be there? To like, what color of Gatorade will be dumped on the winning coach? They do all this, and people actually will uh, place bets on it, in addition to like game stats and all that stuff too. But I guess just to make the Super Bowl a little bit more fun and watchable to those maybe casual sports fans, or maybe those people that aren't sports fans, but they watch the Super Bowl every year because they're forced to go to these parties. <laughs> I think that's fun though. Um, it, it makes you pay attention to the game in maybe a little different way. Um, especially if there's two teams you don't really care for, like if it were the chiefs and the Eagles playing. <laughs> um. <laughs> there, there's also a bet of will the national anthem, Chris Stapleton is doing it. Will it be more than two minutes and five seconds or less than two minutes and five seconds? So we have not seen the Super Bowl yet, but maybe we should just all guess here if it's going to go over or under. And then uh, by the time Monday rolls around, we'll know who who won. And as people are listening to this, they can comment and say, oh, yeah, (laughs) these are the people who won and these are the losers. So any guesses? I feel like I should answer this one last and you'll hear why last. (laughs) (laughs) So for some point of reference, like how long should it take to sing the national anthem? All stanzas or what they would sing for normal games? Just what they would sing. A normal person singing (laughs) it normally. Mike, do you know the answer to this? Uh, Not off the top of my head. I would, I would guess like a minute and a half, but I don't know. Okay. I mean, I can Google. Yeah, well, I feel like I feel like uh, Chris Stapleton likes to to belt them out, so he'll probably add some extra seconds on there. Uh, he'll probably go over. Yeah. And, and and I mean, you know, you'd think Southern people too. We're we're kind of all laid back and talk a little slower mm-hmm. and sing a little slower. So <laughs> I'm willing to bet it's going to be over the two minutes and five seconds too. He's got to he's going to 
add a little Southern pizzazz to this, you know. I would agree with Jeff. It's going to go long. So actually, the the average time of the Super Bowl National Anthem is 1 minute and 43 seconds. I was close. But um, there have been people that have gone as long as 2 minutes and 16 seconds. That was Eric Church and Jasmine Sullivan. Oh. So, yeah. I'm not... I'm not really good uh, at guessing because I don't listen to him. So I, I wouldn't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Did, how long since, did it take Carl Lewis to sing the national anthem? Maybe it's like, <laughs> is it similar to that? <laughs> I mean, if you're going by how long it seemed to the average listener, <laughs> um, probably like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> like centuries. <laughs> well, Jeff, you beat me to the line. I was... I'm the only one of us not in the South. I know our large, our, the largest part of our listener base is in the South, so I didn't want to seem offensive. <laughs> <laughs> but everything seems to take a little longer oh, in yeah. the South. <laughs> you toss an extra syllables all over the place. <laughs> like Rock pan. red glare. <laughs> take a swig oh, of we would say tea. Glare. You got you, someone might say glayer, right? Glayer. <laughs> All right. Hey, so, <laughs> so who's saying it's going to take longer? Oh, so yeah. Jeff, Mike, I'm just going Grant, for it. Ryan, are you saying it's going to take longer? Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll say it won't take train. as long. I'll go oh. the other way. You're playing the All law right. of averages. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. That's okay, good odds. It's uh, going to be good return on that bet. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Winner gets a bunch of pizza. Right. <laughs> Ooh. Sounds good. So, uh, is there another interesting prop bet there? Um, other than like what will be the first uh, product advertised, like after kickoff? Um, you know that what outfit, what color will uh, the first outfit that Rihanna will wear during the the halftime show? I mean, there, there's all kinds of just random ones. Um, I think we you know, should have. You a... know, the Kelsey brothers are both in it, and their mom always wears like a split team jersey. So there's a prop bet out there, like which team's logo will be on the left side of Mama Kelsey. So wow, I don't know. We'll see. Well, speaking of Rihanna, I think we should just with our group, have a little prop bet here of will her hair look like Cindy Lou Who during the halftime performance like it does in the ads. We can only hope. Yeah. I'm hoping. So I'm, I'm voting yes. I need some uh, she got the same stylist, right? That's uh... Yeah, I think the same stylist. She, she must have gone to Whoville to get her hair done. Yeah, right. <laughs> so w when that that ad first came out, I kept looking at her hair. I'm like, what? what does that remind me of? Like, I've seen this, I've seen this. And then it just hit, you know, a few days later, it looks like Cindy Lou. Like she should have been in the Grinch. You know what it reminded me of? Remember when Prince changed his name to a symbol? Yeah. It, it, it looked like, like the, the symbol that Prince, the symbol for Prince. artist formerly known as Prince uh, went by. That's true. Hey, I've got some, uh, so we probably can't play like stuff from like, Christopher Cross, just because YouTube would probably take our video <laughs> down. So I have some royalty-free mm. chill music mm. here. Um, mm. I have no idea what it's going to sound like. So, but uh, Grant, do you have a, uh, a a joke ready that you can tell? And we're gonna we're gonna test drive this segment. Jeff, what were we calling it? I don't know. Do we have a name for it? <laughs> Gentle jokes. Mm. Sensual dad jokes with grandpa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Wiggle on grandpa's <laughs> words that should uh, never go together. <laughs> Maybe we'll come up with a name or our listeners can comment and uh, give us some ideas there. And okay. And this is a good time just to say it. If you're mm -hmm. listening right now, which you would be if you're hearing this, um, go ahead and like, subscribe, comment, share all that good stuff. Um, we love to hear from you. And Grant, are you ready? Yeah, I have a cat hair in my mouth from tossing Erica's cat, but I'm ready. <laughs> Let's see what this sounds like here. <laughs> <laughs> 
a moth goes to a podiatrist's office. And the podiatrist says, how can I help you? And the moth says, well, my wife just left me. None of my kids respect me. And I have all this trauma from my time at the war. The podiatrist says, I'm so sorry, that sounds terrible. But in my opinion, I think you could benefit more from a psychologist or a psychiatrist. The moth says, I completely agree with you. So the podiatrist says, then why are you here? To which the moth responds, your light was on. <laughs> <laughs> Well done. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I almost fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think we're on to something with this. With that that music was just right, man. It was just right. It was, was just right. It kind of hit a groove <laughs> there. Yeah. Now, to be fair, that's an old Norm MacDonald joke. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just let this play the rest of the podcast. <laughs> this is in the background. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. My pleasure. <laughs> you have to oh, well. say the jokes kind of like that too. I mean, yeah. you have to like like be real breathy and yeah. uh, whisper them. I feel like when that type of music's playing, it's like you know, it's natural. That's how you like will naturally speak when that type of music's going. <laughs> hey, so speaking of things that are creepy, um, <laughs> what about this Chinese balloon thing? I mean, now by the time people listen to this, it's like a week later but did it fly over grant did it come over uh your house i don't know i was curious i'm out I here mean, i don't think we knew State. anything about it till it was over montana all i know is i flew out of south carolina just hours before they shot it down over south carolina so oh, a little disappointed i missed that but uh we probably passed it in the airplane on the, the way back home yeah <laughs> it uh Oh, here we go. You I found, found its path. Yeah, yeah, I found its path. It looks like it went from like Alaska through British Columbia and then came through Montana. Mm. Yeah, it missed me. <laughs> oh, well. Mm. Oh, well. Maybe next time. If we, if we ride over Clarksville, though. I, yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite my favorite thing about it was when, when you know the U.S. shot it down, then China was like, dude, what are you doing with my balloon? Like, <laughs> dude, that's my balloon. <laughs> You, what you, you remember the first the Batman with uh, Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. and uh, Michael oh. Keaton's in like the Bat Jet, and he steals <laughs> all the Joker's balloons, and Jack Nicholson freaks out, and he's like, "He stole my balloons!" And then he just shoots one of his henchmen. That's what I imagine happened in China. Yeah. Like the president was just angry. He's like, "They shot down my balloon," and he just took out a gun and shot one of his uh, associates or something. Gosh. <laughs> Goodness. There have been some pretty great memes that have come out of this, though. Um, uh, I like the one that said it's not a baroon. Um, oh, gosh. Let's get all out of it. I shared some with you guys. They were. It's funny, though, how something like that, our culture right now, will quickly take. Like, instead of being like, hey, what is going on here? Like, okay, how can we make this into a meme? You know, there's no, we're not scared. We're not worried. We're like, okay. I, I feel like it's one of the things with our culture where like people have just started, they just lean into the absurdity of all these things that happen around us. I'm like, you know what? Let's just go with it. It's going to happen anyways. <laughs> China's going to own us one day. Let's just, let's just have fun with it. Well, yeah. you have two extremes. You have the meme makers and those who enjoy them. And then you have the, the old grandpas out there that are like freaking out. And not only that, they're using it as a platform to then attack other things. Um, so I, I laughed every time I saw the people saying, well, you shouldn't be worried about the Chinese balloon because your kids are on that dang TikTok yeah. and the Chinese are spying <laughs> on us through TikTok. I'm like, if the Chinese are watching young girls do dances to Megan Trainer, then by all means, let them. I mean, if that's what they want to spy on, go for it. But uh, I'm not worried about it. I don't know. Valuable Maybe intel was teenagers <laughs> dancing to Megan Trainor. <laughs> well, it's like people who are freaking out about the COVID vaccine that you know they're implanting tracking devices. Yeah, 
like we don't have someone listening to us twenty four seven in our pockets. Oh, really? <laughs> it's like that We're one long past that. <laughs> it's like that tweet. Uh, someone's like, "Yeah, my dad realized that his phone was listening to him, so he started whispering the names of power tools into mom's phone around Christmas time." It's <laughs> <laughs> <But, yeah. laughs> pretty good. Yeah, there, it's funny though because there were people. Um, that I follow on social that started just saying, this balloon is terrible. I can't believe we're not anything about it. And then six hours later, it was, I can't believe people are so worried about the balloon when we have TikTok on our phones. It was the same people doing that. Oh yeah. And I thought, well, I, and I do think the balloon might pose a bigger problem uh, than, than TikTok. Uh, Cause yeah, I don't know what they're getting. Um, if, <laughs> if they're seeing my face while I'm watching, you know, I, there's I don't know, whatever is on there or they're taking pictures of our nuclear missile silos. One's probably more important than the other. That's just me. And I, it's your face. I'm not. It's... And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just thinking they could have saved millions of dollars and manpower by just getting on yeah. Google earth and looking. At <laughs> right. and, I mean, why am I not just do that? Like Google built a whole utility. You can see the entire yeah. earth <laughs> on, on the internet, which is free. Come on. Or maybe it's yeah. not in China. I don't know. You can even zoom into street views. That's... <laughs> well, cause I was looking at the flight path and I know like it seems to have missed like maybe Fort Knox area, but it kind of flew over where a base is in Tennessee. And yeah, mm -hmm. there's a couple bases on in the coastal Carolinas. But yeah, like what are they finding out about Nebraska? <laughs> this corn. <laughs> well, that's where all the uh, nuclear missiles are. Yeah. In the corn? In the corn trailers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just it's like the person monitoring the balloon in China was like, yep, that's corn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then the corn song came on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> it has the juice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we saw a bumper sticker when we were driving out. When we moved to Washington, it was like, Nebraska, where you watch your uh, your dog run away for days. <laughs> <laughs> That's where flat earthers come from, right? Nebraska. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's flat. Come on. Well, I hope the Chinese got some good video. Um, yeah. And as they came over Clarksville, I... Mike, I hope, I hope you waved and well, Jeff and Ryan as well. I'll throw you guys there. I never saw it. Next so, time uh, I will plan something. Do I? Yeah. But next time I'll plan something. I'll, I know. I'll, I'll, I'll cut a message into my lawn mm -hmm. or something. Then they got to let us know next time. That way we can like, you know, get something going yeah. for them. I mean, it's not like when the Google car comes around and yeah. you kind of know what their path is going to be and you can get out there and get on those pictures. <laughs> But if you can make it to the Chinese spy balloon, I mean, that would just be epic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> would they be more afraid of us or less afraid of us? <laughs> they saw what pranks we'd pull on their camera. They probably think they're already doomed to leave them alone. They're not as intelligent as they think they are. <laughs> Do you guys watch uh, Brian Regan or have you ever watched Brian Regan, the comedian? Oh, yeah. He's uh he he's got this one bit where he talks about it's kind of reverse here what we're talking about but kind of the search for intelligent life and he's like what if we land on a planet and the aliens are like or whatever <laughs> and they're like get back on the spaceship I mean that could that could happen here the Chinese may think they're looking for some sort of intelligence and like what do we expect they're all watching TikTok yeah right. <laughs> Well, um, I guess speaking of current events, uh, today are not the day that the episode is coming out, but the day that we're recording is a very important day here in the United States of America, National Pizza Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we just have a moment of silence? <laughs> Might not be the best thing on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Hunt Brothers, they sent us some free swag. Thanks, Mark. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we didn't we didn't have a whole lot of comments on the videos last week, but one of the one of the big ones was uh, Mark hooking us up with some some Hunt Brothers gear. I'm gonna wrap them up I on the podcast. On. Oh, <laughs> oh, hey, <laughs> I'll save it for next week. That's for the after podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's the members Thanks, only Mark. portion. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's so, pretty uh, exciting. Um, yeah, at the end of the last podcast, you know, we just said if anybody wants to sponsor us, and then Hunt Brothers, right? Now they're not necessarily sponsoring us; they just sent us some swag, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we're just Jeff, them. you want to say, tell them what we're going to do next week? Yeah, so next week we're going to do an ode to pizza because we're all pizza connoisseurs and lovers on the show. And uh, what we want you to do because we're gonna we're gonna get into the heated debate like we did with the French fries last week. We're gonna talk about who has the best pizza. So obviously, if you're listening to this and you're from the Clarksville area, sure share some Clarksville specialties, and we'll talk a little bit about that. But to our big, huge national audience, we want to make sure that yeah and international just in case the chinese are listening um tell us your uh, big brands you know like the papa john's Domino's, all those folks pizza hut um tell us who has the best pizza maybe we'll do a little pizza debate oh, yeah. and uh, we'll obviously say hunt brothers is the best pizza company but uh yeah we'll uh we'll, we'll have a heated debate about the types of pizzas oh yeah maybe new york versus chicago versus detroit versus whoever else does pizza. School yeah, I think we'd area. love to see, we'd love to see everybody's comments. So, you know, whatever, whatever opinions you got, you know, pizza places, types of pizza, Chicago style, you know, New York style, whatever. We want to hear it. Be but don't say Italy, guys. No, this is America <laughs> where we invented pizza. Okay. America. May not have invented America. it, but we perfected it. <laughs> that's right <laughs> and we'll probably have a special treat or two uh in that podcast so we hope that you will listen and pay attention maybe we'll have another uh guest on next week um, oh, guest on and, uh, yeah <laughs> guest on <laughs> um so uh yeah so we got mike williams with us uh this week mike thanks for enduring uh the first 26 minutes this is minutes great of this this, just like old times it You're is. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we we explained to you guys um, in episode one that uh, myself, Ryan, Grant, and Jeff, um, we all served together uh, at the same church in Tennessee for a period of time. Well, Mike was on staff there as well, and he was a uh, worship leader for one of the services. And then uh, after that, um, Mike and I actually had the opportunity to plant a church. And we did that together and we're in a church about five and a half years and uh, then uh, kind of separated ways. And um, he is a uh, worship leader at, at another church in Clarksville. He's been at a couple. Uh, you just keep know. making the rounds there. Yeah. Don't you? <laughs> Can't get out of here, man. You're a, you're a hot commodity. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say that, but <laughs> everybody loves you. I don't know about that. You know, it was a hot commodity at that church in Clarksville. Uh, all of our offices were in this one building. Except for Mike's. Mike was in a different building altogether. And they had this very special piece of equipment in a closet, which I only found out about maybe two weeks before my internship ended at that church. And it was an espresso machine. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Thank you, Mike. Did I show you that? (laughs) I think I discovered it and then asked another guy who you worked with more closely about it. And the secret was out because they were. Oh, yeah. 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 I visited yeah, that thing every day, every day. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't we have an espresso machine in the youth kitchen? There was a Keurig toward the end. Probably, but uh, I'm not sure what lived in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kids were brewing Dorito dust with Mountain Dew. <laughs> well, and then we had the, the other Mike, custodian yeah. Mike. You know, he, he, he was the one cleaning it and. I'm not sure a lot of cleaning got done. Yeah. <laughs> He's still there. <laughs> cleaning away. I got, we got some good stories with Mike. Oh yeah. Uh, um, so, so Mike, uh, this Mike, not janitor Mike, uh, but Michael Scott here, uh, before we really kind of go any further with the conversation with him, we just wanted to let everybody know that he's one of the guys, right? He, he fits right in. So we wanted to, to share something um, with you that uh, we think you will um, enjoy, potentially. Hold on. Talk amongst yourselves. Oh, no. Suspense. <laughs> oh, wait. I forgot where I put it. Never mind. It's right here. Okay. All right. All right. This is gold. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Frothy Junction. I like that name. <laughs> There's Mike preaching those fancy ups. Mike, you look so young. <laughs> wow. Where did that wig I don't from? remember. Oh, that's actually was fine. Don't ask me why I have an assortment of wigs. <laughs> Just for rainy days. Use pecs for those. Or bicep for those. Are those yours, Jeff? Starbucks. Do you know if you search Jesus Swagger on uh, YouTube, you still have to scroll down quite a bit to get to this video? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, there's Karis. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love this line. Of the message remix on sale is what you gonna do with all that junk, all that junk inside your trunk. Mike, we had some dark hair back then. What happened? Your hair's oh gosh. A picture of Ryan out of crystals. Yeah, that was a White Castle. Oh, White Castle. Yeah. The Oak Ridge Boys at White Castle. Still relevant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was my brother Mark playing uh, Xbox. <laughs> That's Todd the squirrel. Is that in your yard? It's not the squirrel that bit it on the transformer, was it? <laughs> it might have been the one I killed in my house. <laughs> forward this to Chris and make sure he remembers. <laughs> what I love about this is I know all of your wives, except for you, Ryan. I've not met your wife yet. So I just love thinking, hey, honey, how was your day? What did you do today at the church? And making that was your answer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> You'll never believe it. My wife would not be surprised. So <laughs> No. And the thing is, and that was, was one of the least occurrence. weird videos that we filmed. <laughs> yeah, I think that was like the most normal video. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is just some church jargon, but 
like all my local pastors here in the Portland metro area, whenever we see each other and we talk about our wives, we'll commonly say, oh yeah, our wives work real jobs. <laughs> and I think, I think we all know what that means because we get to do stuff like that. <laughs> That's work. Uh, well, would your church has some high quality video equipment and a nice recording studio, um, and you're required to be in your office eight hours a day? I mean, stuff you like gotta that. Find something to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I don't know if if Mike remembers this. We we recorded that song yeah, in yeah, my basement, and, uh, oh, and, really? and and Mike actually added some of the cool uh, guitar parts that you hear yeah, in the song. Fine. I remember him like just really sprucing that up, and it sounded really cool. So yeah, that was actually recorded yeah. in my basement. Nice studio you got. Well, yeah. Is that the, was that the same house that uh, you, you found the rattlesnake in? Yeah. It was. Found the rattlesnake, yeah. killed a squirrel. I thought um, those were maracas. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of <laughs> memories. So you were there uh, one of the few times it wasn't flooded, yeah. Mike? Yeah. In his basement? Yeah. <laughs> Post flood. Yeah. <laughs> Good, Good times. times. Apparently, and instead of two of every animal, um, when we flooded down there, it was like two of every cave cricket decided to uh, be saved because we couldn't get cave crickets out of the basement after that. Uh, they they infested down there. Yeah, <laughs> it was like we were imposing on their turf, being in our own basement. Which this is an interesting, totally well. I'll just toss it out there. I was reading again. Uh, there are two of every unclean animal on the ark, right? And there are seven pairs of every clean animal. I find that really interesting. Because I used to say women going to the bathroom are like animals going onto the ark. They always go in pairs. <laughs> but really, women are like unclean animals going <laughs> into the ark. Oh, <laughs> they go in pairs. <laughs> there goes our female it. listeners. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Your theology has got to be right when you're making that joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's more so of a Mike, that way, too. Uh, so we, so you, you do uh, know exactly what you're getting into here when you come on a podcast with this group. You've oh, yeah. been around us. You've jumped oh, yeah. right in. Um, so tell us, you know, just catch us up a little bit, uh, kind of what you're doing now. Uh, and you've got uh, a new album out as well. Talk a little bit about some yeah, of that. So um, I'm working at a, another local church here in Clarksville. Uh, really enjoying it. Uh, and I did last year, I did put out an album. Uh, it's called Wanderlust. Um, um, I, I, I don't know exactly what to say about it, but uh, <laughs> it's just a... Where can the where people can find, find it? it? You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Apple uh, Music. You can find it on YouTube, actually, any, in any of those places. And I did have to use the name Michael Scott Williams. I tried using Mike Williams, but there are about 20,000 yes. Mike Williams out there. So uh, I went with my middle name, Michael Scott Williams. Yeah, kind of an acoustic rock sort of uh, endeavor. It was a lot of fun to make. But yeah, check it out. It's it's really good, like, road trip music. Yeah. I, I think it's got that, that kind of vibe mm -hmm. to it. And you're not using the Michael... Or the the Michael um, the Mike Williams name is good because isn't there some fugitive from the law out there? <laughs> there absolutely Williams, is. And they thought you the, were uh, him. yeah the F <laughs> you need to tell yeah, that story. I was um, playing drums in my basement and uh, getting ready to play for a worship set on Sunday. I go down there, put my headphones on. <clears throat> hadn't played drums in forever, so I was excited. So I'm wailing on them down there. And my daughter runs down and she's like, Dad the police are here. And I was like, what? And the first thing that popped into my mind was somebody called. I love somebody that. Called, I do too. Somebody called because <laughs> I've been playing Thing too operation. loud. Uh, but anyways, that was not the case. That was not the case. Uh, they got me mixed up with another Mike Williams, uh, who was apparently pretty bad. It was, they had um, the U S marshals and everybody surrounding my house. Yeah, they had been staking me out, which is crazy. They had been staking our house out oh, wow. across the road for uh, several days, and still they got the wrong guy, the wrong address. 
So what you're telling us is we should have no confidence <laughs> in um, the U.S. Marshals or FBI or anything like that. Well, I don't know. They th those particular guys <laughs> did not. Uh, they they boogered that one up. So, yeah. I wonder if it was the same same guy that. So I used to live. And uh, I used to rent a house that was right over next to where when you lived at that that house where that happened. And uh, there was a morning that I was woken up by U.S. Marshals pounding on my door looking for somebody that was somebody that used to yeah. live there. And, uh, and uh, I wonder if he was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another mistaken identity. Um, it's after you, yeah. Williams's. Well, it's just funny because. It's the Williams gang. Yeah, the guy that they were looking for, he. Uh, complete different ethnicity and everything so it was a complete uh debacle <laughs> you think they would have caught that yeah. on the stakeout yeah you, you might I don't think know. Some, sometimes you look at mike and you think he's you know irish and sometimes you might think he's british and other times you might think he's welsh so yeah that's I, I understand yeah, all very vastly different one of those like Mike, I'm, I'm grateful you used your full name on your album because uh, I used to think Mike was short for microphone. Oh, yeah. So yeah, thank you. Glad I cleared that up for you. Yeah. Michael Scott, but <laughs> but also Mike was was it influenced by your time out here uh, on the, that mission trip to the Northwest? Oh, the, the making of it, the writing of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, and uh, I took a trip out to Montana uh, as well. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm just like I've got to write something about this. This is too cool not to not. To not write about so yeah you had a part in that grant i should i You're should welcome. have put you in the, should have put you, welcome, in the credits. <laughs> put you in the credits <laughs> you mean singular in, in, credit grant welch <laughs> <laughs> next time dedicated well, that's to. awesome and it is it's a it's a great album uh called wonderlust and uh yeah you can find them in all those places so hope you'll give that a listen uh, so we thought that since we had uh, Mike on with us this week, that our topic would just be worship songs, worship music. And, um, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, the role in the church, and um, uh, just kind of see where the conversation goes from there. Mike, do you have any, like, favorite songs that you like to mm -hmm. to use? You know, I really um, haven't done it as much lately, but I, I really do like taking uh, some of the older hymns kind of uh, – adding a little bit newer music or different original kind of twist on it and trying to do some of that. Um, those are probably, that's probably my favorite genre to do really. Um, I enjoy that. I, uh, trying to think of some new stuff. There's not a whole, there's not a ton of new stuff. I just absolutely love. I don't think, um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, how about Sounds you guys? About right. you, anything that's <laughs> been sparking your interests lately, worship music-wise? I, I would just say, and, and this is not specifically answering your question, Mike, but since we have you on here, um, I have always said that you're one of my uh, favorite people um, to lead worship in a service, and, and I truly mean that. And I think it, it goes back to your authenticity. Um, you know, it, it's a it's a very important trait, I think, for the worship leader to have uh, just a genuine spirit about uh, him. And, uh, you know, you really do. And uh, I've always appreciated that. And so, you know, I but when I think about songs, sure, I think there are some songs that naturally kind of jump out as, hey, this is a great song. Um, you know, I, I love it. I connect with it, but to me, it's more about just the, the mm -hmm. spirit and the, um, environment and uh, the worship leader is a big part in that. And so, um, if, if there's a worship leader who is, um, uh oh, he's having an attack. If, if there's a worship leader who just, you know, has an absolute spirit about them that, um, you know, you can tell this person is generally trying to usher people uh, into that presence of the Lord, uh, just that awareness of it. Um, you know, I mm, can almost sing yeah. anything, <laughs> you know, obviously mm -hmm. you want it to be biblical and theologically mm -hmm. correct, but 
yeah. any genre of music, I guess yeah. is what I mean. So I, I've always appreciated appreciate that, that about you, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> well, first, let me apologize. I couldn't get to the mute button <laughs> quick enough. I've, I, I'm the same way, Jeff. Um, and I, I've said that, you know, to my wife and kids that, um, you know, mm-hmm. Steve, Steve Miller was great. Um, he's in, he's in my top, but mm-hmm. Mike, you're there too. And one of the things I always enjoyed about Mike, especially when I was, um, pastor at the church where he was worship leader. And even when we were leading that contemporary service at that church, um, we would talk during the week on what I was going to preach on. Uh, so, you know, Mike, you know, you knew the theme and all that. Um, but I don't think a Sunday went by that during a service, you wouldn't, where you wouldn't say something that was like verbatim either in my manuscript or something that would just come out or a thought I had. And um, I think that was always due to the fact that you were so prayerfully prepared uh, for worship that, um, man, your heart was just in line with what the Lord was going to do and where he was going to lead that even things you would say before I'd get up, I'd be like, man, I was going to say that. I guess I can't say it now because I don't think I'm stealing it from Mike, but um, I, I love that. I love that because, I mean, there was never a doubt that, and you're human. I know there were some Sundays you probably weren't where you needed to be spiritually. That's how we all are. But, um, you know, it, you could always tell that you were just spiritually prepared um, for, uh, to, to lead worship. And that, that definitely would, would, comes through. And, uh, and people, people see that. You know, I think when we're in churches, we're talking about worship music and worship leaders, uh, you can tell when someone's not genuine, when they're not authentic, when it's more of a performance than it is joining with the congregation in worship. Uh, and I don't, I don't know if that ever came across from you. Mm. I don't think I ever saw well, that. You know, where you I, were just. I hope not. Them. And I think that that's it, it. Really is a struggle for a lot of musicians, especially if, especially if you play other things other than worship music, because generally the purpose of playing shows and all that is you're trying to get you know, applause and trying to draw attention to yourself. Mm. But worship is, is the exact opposite. You're trying to do all you can to give your best with your playing and your seeing, but yet not draw attention to yourself and draw attention to the Lord. And uh, I, it took me quite a, a long time. I, mean, I, I don't by any means have it perfected, but it, I think more than anything, it's probably just a mindset of always, always thinking, is this, is this what I'm about to do? Is it going to draw attention to me and break the flow of worship? Or is it going to help people to connect with Christ uh, as we're singing to him? And you mentioned uh, Steve, Steve Moore. And uh, he's, he's the first one to me that I actually had seen in person. And I thought he did such a great job of that. You know, he had his Bible in his back pocket and uh on sunday mornings and he he whipped that thing out and then weave in between songs and um you know everything he just did such a great job it wasn't so much about how good of singers or players we were it was more about how do we connect better with god in this moment and uh i just that just something's always stuck with me yeah because you don't get that everywhere um you know, and and I'm not like against all the modern, uh, but it just feels like so much right now. One is about us. Um, it seems like so many of the new modern songs talk more about who we are. And it may be true what God has done in our life and things like that, but not as much about God and who he is, um, which I think feeds into this is about me. And then I think that feeds a lot into some of the, even the performance aspect. Um I don't know. I, I just feel like a lot in a lot of places, the, the centrality of making Jesus known and helping his people connect mm-hmm. with who he is, um, isn't maybe as much of a priority. Yeah. And something I've kind of realized as well is just different congregations have different DNA. They really do. And I think uh, a while back, I, I kind of thought that it would be possible to just be able to go in somewhere pick a certain set of songs that are just really good and theologically based and that it's going to go over well, no matter where you go. And to a certain extent, I think that is possible, but also there's, it's, it's almost, it's almost like um, a certain kind of language that, that we speak different styles are kind of a different kind of language. So um, I think it's, 
it's okay that people kind of pick different, they, they lean into their style, whatever that is. Um, the last church I was a part of was a little bit more of that old school Southern gospel kind of flair. And I think I tried to not lean into that too much, but by, by not uh, recognizing that, I think it kind of in some ways hindered maybe being able to minister to them as well as I could. I don't know if that makes sense at all to you, but, you know, so just knowing what the language of the people that you're going, that you're trying to lead is very helpful. I totally mm-hmm. agree. There is a time, you know, I'm pretty familiar with the language we use in our church. And then I went on a mission trip to Puerto Rico and I couldn't understand anything. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, but then was I took cool a class in Spanish. <laughs> you, you know what was cool about that is, I remember having the thought in Puerto Rico and hearing them sing. I have no idea what they're saying, but the passion just coming from those individuals in that church yeah. um, like, just blew man, me away. And I mean, I just hope we're singing about Jesus away. here. This is <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, and that was one of my favorite parts because you know I you know I, I played with Mike on two trips to Puerto Rico. And both those times, probably the, one of the best things about that was just connecting with people that you don't speak the same language with, but we all had this mutual connection through yeah. the music. Mm-hmm. And that was such a beautiful thing, you know, to have with them and a way that, you know, we were able to find a common ground through that. I think that's one of the beauties of worship music and what it can do. So worship music, when done right and done well with the same heart, is really powerful. Um, and, and, of course, I mean, Scripture commands us to, to sing, to make joyful noise, play instruments. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry to all of our pretty traditional Church of Christ listeners out there. But, um, <laughs> you know, that's we're being obedient when we do that, and God blesses it. Um, but on the other side of that, um, you know, we can't be all serious here. I, I think we want to spend some time talking about some of the worship songs that might be out there that um, might shouldn't be um, or just so, some cringy parts of it. Um, Mike, is, Mike, is there anything like that that you've come across and we don't have to like put any certain musicians or yeah. anything down, but you ever come across songs that you're like, this is just, uh, I don't know that I've come across anything blatantly really bad. I am sure that there's plenty out there. Um, you know, one that's popular that doesn't float my boat. I mean, Reckless Love, it's good. Uh, but if you have to explain it so much to make it to make it palatable, I'll just move on and do something different. But, you know, I mean, it's not terrible at all, but just. <laughs> it's that one word. It's that one like, word. has just. Couldn't have found another word. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like yeah. How He Loves Us, the John Mark oh, McMillan yeah. version yeah. of the Sloppy Wet Kiss. Yeah. And I uh, preferred Open Mouthed <laughs> myself. I'd heard that version. <laughs> that was the Osteen version. The, that song in particular is a funny one because like, when, I, when I'm listening to the studio recording of that song, of John Mark McMillan singing it, I actually really like that line. But when you're singing it in a worship service, it's kind of distracting and you know a little off-putting. So it, you know, it just kind of depends on the context of it. I feel. I always remember yeah, thinking because that was one that I think when Josh and I were youth pastors together and like really picked up and had traction. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing like singing that line, "Sloppy Wet Kiss," <laughs> and you've got middle school boys giggling, and you got high school boys who are like, "Oh yeah!" But then, you know, there was this push by oh, Crowder yeah. to change it. <laughs> There was this push by Crowder, I think it was, to change it to Unforeseen Kiss. And we're like, okay, that's better. But then you think about Unforeseen Kiss. Well, now that's nowhere. just kind of like, uh, like sexual harassment. Yeah, like, whoa. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> so uh, at CLC, um, Community Life, that church, uh, when Mike was leading, we did that one day uh, in the service. And I somewhere, oh, and that night we had a picnic that evening. And there was a new family that had joined us that morning. And then they came to the the picnic that night for the church. And we were sitting around um, 
and there were some band people. I remember Bethany Patterson was there. I don't remember, Mike, if you were sitting there or not, but some people that were in the band. And we got into this debate jokingly if we were sloppy, wet kiss people or not. And and then I remember a couple of weeks later, I was talking to these to this new family. They kept coming. They're like, we were, we didn't know what to think about you guys talking about sloppy, wet kissing, and because they didn't have, they didn't know the background of the song, <laughs> but they stuck around. So I'll give them that. The other weird thing about sloppy wet kisses is when I think of a sloppy wet kiss, I'm thinking of like my dog sneaking up and kissing me on the face. Like it's not really the way I think about a kiss with anyone that I love, especially like a romantic uh, type kiss. I was. I don't. I I firmly believe in speaking in tongues if you're married. (laughs) (laughs) So I was. I was at a church a long, long time ago. And, Lucky. Uh, I was not the worship leader at all. I was just part of the church. And um, they had a guy come up, allowed him to sing um, Unanswered Prayers by Garth Brooks. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so that, that makes me think you guys were talking about sacred cows. You know, what about the sacred cow of special music? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Well, that, that reminds me of your brother and the story of him singing, um, oh, what's the song that he, he did a couple times? No, it wasn't your brother. It was, um, oh, dang. Who's the guy that he would play with us on electric? Really Jared? good. Um, Jared? He played at CLC yeah. a lot. Jared. Oh, yeah. And he tells this story about uh oh man i'm gonna have to think of the song now i'll have to look it up do you know what i'm talking about that he sang it a couple times at his little country church as a special music and it was like some 70s hippie rock song oh in agata devita yes no (laughs) wait you guys keep talking i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to look this up see i don't know do you remember him telling you that story i think so did they just really get into it or well well, it has spiritual yeah. type of lyrics to it, and um, oh man, it's on the tip of my tongue. Okay, well, hopefully I can finish this out so it's funny and makes sense. But the one that always gets me, and you guys know I'm a literalist, right? So the one that always trips me up is mm. indescribable, mm. because the first word of the chorus is indescribable. And if that were true, the song would stop there. Because <laughs> then he describes him for the rest of the chorus. <laughs> so he could have done one of two things. He's describable. He's uncontainable. Or he's indescribable. La, 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 la. Or toss some O's in there like some modern lazy writing. Oh. Well, what about songs uh, with too many laws? Because I feel like we, yeah. we overuse the law sometimes. <laughs> Just too many. And lines. the O. That's still a thing. Yes. Oh, how he loves us so. Oh. Yeah. Now, not enough of the, and, and I know, Mike, you can do this, but like the Eddie Vedder, like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Not, not enough get, of those. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be in the moment. You got to be in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did Jeremy speak in class today? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But okay, now I will I will praise modern worship music for a second because one of the mo- one of the jokes frequently about modern worship music is like that tweet like this is a joke about modern worship music this is a joke about modern worship music key change this is a joke about modern worship music right so the joke is it's repetitive it's lazy songwriting lots of O's and laws okay I was listening to America the like the classic rock American band both uh, horse with no name. And uh, Ventura Highway. Those songs yeah. have only two chords in them. That's it. Mm-hmm. And they got two songs out of the same two chords. That's, come on. It's one of the and first then, songs then, I learned how to play on guitar. Yeah, because it's two chords. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> so, and then this morning, I'm in the shower. I'm listening to some like indie, whatever, modern uh, playlist. Not Christian music. But a song came on. It's just the same two words. The chorus is the same two words over and over and over. So I'll roast modern worship music, but come on, that's modern music. It's <laughs> terrible. That's like so one song that I, I've always 
uh, and maybe it's more recent um, that I've I've thought this as I've listened to the words is the song "Your Love Is Extravagant," mm. and I and I think it's because of just sort of the the way the song feels because at the very beginning it's the line "Your Love Is Extravagant," your friendship, and then a lot of it, there's a lot of different versions of it, but it says your friendship, and then there's that mm, is intimate. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. I mean, this just took a turn here. And then it goes into, I feel like moving to the rhythm of your grace, your fragrance is intoxicating in our secret place. Your love is extravagant. Hey, I'm like, what is he talking doing? about there? <laughs> and, then the, and then the song In the Secret, which was one that we used to sing like when, when I was in a youth. Secret. Um, you know, that reminds me of that In the Secret, In, your quiet pla- in the Quiet Place. Um, in the secret, in the quiet hour, I wait only for you because I want to know you more. Um, it sometimes makes you think, did they originally write these songs, not about God and then just like change a few work keywords to, uh, that's what it sounds like because you know, the chorus of in the secret, it's like, I want to know you more. I want to hear your voice. I want to know you more. I want to touch you. I want to yeah. see your face. <laughs> I want to know you. I mean, this sounds like things uh, that you would say to your girlfriend in middle school. Yeah. Or right. Well, like a little like love that. Note. I mean, I don't, I'm just shooting from the hip here. I don't think that in the secret mentions the name of Jesus or God. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's like a reference to that. And it, in oceans like that as well, that you can sing this whole song and it really could be sung to, you know, a girlfriend or a boyfriend and, you just don't know. Like, and that's kind of a pet peeve of mine. I'm like, if we're singing a song, let's, let's have the name of who we're singing to win it, you know, just, just mm. so people know, um, yeah. who's being addressed. Uh, I wrote down what a beautiful name. Now I actually like the song, but there's a phrase in that song that I just, I struggle every time I sing it, you know, what a beautiful name it is. And the phrase says, uh, you didn't want heaven without us. So Jesus, you sent heaven down. And I'm like, how crappy is heaven if we improve it? You know, <laughs> that the whole reason, yeah. the whole reason for Jesus's mission was like, oh, it just really needs you guys. Y'all would complete it. And, you know, he loves us and we are destined for, and he did bring heaven to us, you know, through his spirit. Heaven is here on earth through that. But uh, I've heard somebody that will sing, we couldn't have heaven without you. So Jesus, you brought heaven down, mm. which I kind of, I like a lot better. Um, but we do this song at our church every now and then, and, you know, I, I'll sing it, but I'll get to that phrase. And I just kind of can't say it. Uh, you didn't want to have without you cross us, your arms thinking, and you're like, yeah, I'm like, I'll just stare at the worship. If it, if it, if it said, uh, you didn't need heaven without us, so, uh, that'd be even worse. I think, but once not. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So, so just out of curiosity, down, Mike. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, Mike, have you ever had, um, since we're talking about songs with weird lyrics, have you ever had somebody come up to you after a yeah. service and uh, not approve yes, of I a have. song? Uh, any, any interesting stories there? I can think of, uh, actually. And uh, oh. he wanted to go get coffee so we could talk about it. So we did. And I think it might have been, uh, it might have been What a Beautiful Name that we talked about. Actually, I can't remember. But I actually thanked him for actually listening. And, you know, because some people just go and sing whatever. He actually was paying attention to the words. Mm. Well, at least he, I mean, it sounds like he was pretty nice about it and wanted to have a real conversation rather than you just getting like a dirty note, like on the pulpit or something. That's good. (laughs) And the tithe. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the singing sloppy wet kisses, <laughs> uh, which, which honestly, that's one of the reasons, Mike, your job is so much harder in a lot of regards as a worship leader than it is to be a, a lead pastor. Because like my, my worship person, people yeah. will complain to me yeah. about them. So I'm actually proud that that person went to yeah. you themselves. Oh, I'm sure I've probably received many, many other complaints. But I guess my pastors have just been good about yeah. not relaying them to me. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Well, <laughs> uh, like Francis, Francis Chan is one of my favorite guys, authors, speakers. Because um, my life, like he's one of the people that my life yeah. looks different after uh, I 
you know, read or, or hear about him. And one of his uh, things, he spoke at a pastor's conference here in Portland talking about when people complained to him about worship, when he stepped down as lead pastor of his first church, his first big church. And his response was always, oh, that's fine. <laughs> We're singing to you. Because <laughs> I think that's yeah. that's a forgotten part about, I mean, because you deal with preferences. Every week people are saying, I like mm-hmm. that song. I don't like that song. Well, we're trying to sing about and to somebody mm-hmm. else who's not wearing <laughs> Levi's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> Can't please everybody, but you can make sure all your songs are about the right thing. <laughs> Try to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, at least our worship music isn't as cringy as some other like older Christian songs. Because we were taught, we were texting about one last oh. night. I'm not going to repeat the name of it on here. <laughs> we but, uh, politically correct. You know, we, 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 you know, I think we changed it to two hunks and a cool bro. Yeah. Uh, so just, just look up DC talk and uh, put two H and an N in Google. And you're going to find a song that DC talk actually had on their album. Um, that was definitely awkward and not PC at all. Can... And then. Find the you, video. You guys all remember the singing to Arsenio. <laughs> oh yeah, it's really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys remember the Newsboys um, singing the song "Breakfast," yeah. right? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I find a, <laughs> their, their whole song was that you know there's not going to be yeah. breakfast in hell. Um, so you know, like, <laughs> like that's a jab so to, to non-Christians. <laughs> like, hey, you're not going to get your Captain Crunch in hell, bro. Oh, like, oh like, my what, god, what are we doing? <laughs> or the. Uh, um, Chris Rice song, yeah. the cartoon song. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. gosh, that one. I don't think I know that one. But, but Jesus is a friend of mine. Uh, that yes. that is a classic. If you haven't listened to that, you you need to stop this right now because we probably need to stop it ourselves um, <laughs> after we're done. An hour, and go look that up. And um, if your bass player at your church doesn't play bass the way the guy does in that song. You need to, or, or the new life is the key (laughs) or what it was that the new life is the key to the Christ in me, the renewed life, the renewed life is the key to the power that we need. That's the dancers. Is that the dancers? Uh, Yes. The people dancing. Michael Jackson moves. Yeah. That's a good one too. (laughs) (laughs) That guy had some moves. I wonder if that was special music. Kind of surprised. (laughs) <laughs> Probably. Probably. Definitely <laughs> special. <laughs> <laughs> Debatable if it's music. Well, Mike, oh, uh, we appreciate you coming so on. Thanks so much for having and me. It's, uh, yeah. it's great it's chatting awesome. with you. Yeah. And um, we'll make sure uh, to write some some notes to your church anonymously complaining <laughs> love about it. your worship leading. Just to yeah, keep just you let us know what your keep, sets keep are. Keep me on my toes. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Hey, and if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, make sure again that you like and subscribe and comment um, about whatever you want to comment about. It ain't have to have anything to do with the podcast. Yeah. Just help us get the algorithm up. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> affirmative. That's right. Hey, is somebody else hitting those? No, I'm not hitting oh. them. Oh, so I thought I was the only one that had access to it. I just discovered I had access to it today. That's awesome. Oh, gosh. I'm jealous. I don't have access. Hey, Grant. High five. <laughs> All right. Getting wild uh, so thanks again for joining us, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again next week when we love on some pizza. Oh, yeah. See you later. Peace out. <laughs>